0: Welcome back, everybody, to Sports and Coffee with Oppo. I'm your host, David Apodaca. So, I just got done watching Extreme Rules for the WWE pay-per-view. It was a good, odd pay-per-view at the same time. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it and tell you all the good, bad, and in-between. And I'm going to go over each and every match. So let's start things off with the kickoff show. The kickoff show had Kevin Owens and Murphy going at it. It was kind of odd. It seemed like because there was no announcement for this seems like an hour before the show. They were like, hey, y'all want to wrestle tonight? And they were both like, yeah, let's do it. So they ended up wrestling, but they wasted no time taking each other on. From the opening bill so a big clothesline by Kevin Owens completely flattened flattened Murphy but he got back up with ease because it was the beginning of the match now in the middle of the match there was a lot of reverses there was a lot of grappling it was it was a good back-and-forth match you couldn't tell who was going to win so towards like the end of it You had Kevin Owens just go off. He just won the match. That's the end to it. Now Kevin Owens, if you didn't know this, he hasn't been seen as much but Kevin Owens, he's on a hot streak in 2020. So I think in December you can see him go for a title. What title? I don't know but you can see him go for a title. Meanwhile with Murphy he looks good but The WWE doesn't want him to look good, so he always starts out matches hot. Either way, this was a good match. Kevin Owens got the win. Now, let's start the pay-per-view matches. Our first match was for the tag team titles on SmackDown held by The New Day, represented by Big E and Kofi Kingston, and they were going against Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. So the start of the match, you know, it was an – oh, it's a tables match, by the way. I forgot to throw that in there. This is a tables match. And in the beginning of the match, you know, it was a casual, you know, match. Nothing too special going on or anything like that. And then momentum changed when Big E hits Cesaro with a spear through the ropes. As he goes through the ropes, Big E gets back up. He grabs Kofi Kingston to throw him over the ropes – To hit Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro, but they were holding a table and they hit Kofi Kingston in the head So he was down for a while. So your challengers go back in the ring and take down Big E and that took a lot of energy out of your challengers. So Kofi Kingston got time he got back up and he went after Cesaro but that short little lived comeback when Kofi Kingston was going out to Cesaro did not pay off. Kofi Kingston got taken down again by Shinsuke Nakamura. Then Kofi Kingston tried to go for a hurricane rata, which did not work. Cesaro held on, threw him through a stack of tables that were chilling inside or outside, not inside, outside of the ring. And there goes your match. We have a new tag team champion on SmackDown, and that would be Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro. Now, there was a funny part in this match. At the end of the match, you know, they both, Cesaro does this thing where he punches his fist out and everything. And Shinsuke was doing, like, his little finger things, like, Trying to do a magic trick and everything. And then he looked that Cesaro. He was like, oh, we're punching out. Oh, my bad. I thought that was funny. You have to see it. You get a good chuckle out of it. Now, I don't expect this, you know, this wasn't a very good storyline match. Because there was really no storyline to it. Right now, you have the Usos. They are hurt. The Forgotten Sons are pretty much forgotten. I forgot where they were. You got... John Morrison and The Miz going after the Raw tag team titles. So, if anything, this is going to be a start to a storyline, hopefully. So, hopefully we see like this develop into something. This really seemed like a match that they just threw in there for the tag team titles. Our next match is going to be for the SmackDowns Women's Championship. And that was Nikki Cross versus Bailey. So the start of this match, okay, Nikki Cross came out on fire. She caught Bailey with a neck breaker, almost got the three count, didn't work. She picked her up, got her in the tornado DDT, got the narrow fall. That didn't work. Next thing you know, a cross body from the top rope came down and the challenger was Rolled up Bailey and sent her crashing through the plexiglass surrounding the arena, you know, so the fans could be there, coronavirus, all this other stuff. So the match was intense and it was fast. But Sasha Banks was outside, just posted up, waiting for her chance to jump into the match. And that sucks. Bailey was in the ring. The ref got taken out. Then Sasha Banks throws in like her brass knuckles that say "boss," and Bailey just gave her a little haymaker to the ribs. And Cross went, da- Nikki Cross went down. And next thing you know, it one, two, three. Bailey keeps the title. The way Nikki Cross came out in this match, I thought she was gonna win. I, I really thought she was going to win. She had momentum in the beginning of it. Everything was going. It was a great match to start. And then Sasha Banks came in, messed up the match, and Bailey keeps her title. I know it's a sad thing, but best believe this storyline is going to continue for the women's belt. Our next match-ish, maybe, kind of-ish would be Apollo Crew versus MVP. This match did not happen, but the WWE decided to promote it like it was going to happen. But Apollo hasn't been on TV for weeks, and if you take the reason that the WWE the WWE gives you, they said he got hurt, but I believe he got the coronavirus. I'm hoping he's safe and everything like that. So, that's why he hasn't been there. So, I'm honestly guessing the WWE came out and they planned this match to happen, but they tested him like on Friday probably, and he tested negative or positive for it so he couldn't wrestle. So, MVP came out. He was like, man, he's not here. He's scared of me. I'm the champ. The end. So, MVP is the new United States champion or I don't, again, I don't know why they promoted this match, but the match didn't happen. Apollo Crew and MVP being 65 years old, wrestling still, I don't, again, I don't really know why they promoted this match. It didn't happen. I don't know who the champion is. Now, it's time for the match I know you've all been waiting for. It is. Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in an eye for an eye match. The loser, the way you lost this match is you had to get your eye poked out, like literally poked out. I know back in the day when we were all younger wrestling and stuff, your mom already said, as long as you don't poke an eye out, everything's going to be okay. Well, this match happened, so an eye did pop out and everything wasn't. Okay. It's kind of odd that the WWE decided to go with a match like this with how PG they are and all this other stuff. So this match, they were just trying to poke each other's eye out pretty much. You had kendo sticks, you had chairs, you had pliers. You even like if you watch like criminal minds or like those criminal shows where they take out your eye and everything, that was even there too. They're like, "Oh, I'm going to take your eye out." Like it was creepy. And overall, the way this match ended was pretty odd. So Rey Mysterio goes outside. He gets taken to the ground. Seth Rollins grabs his head and is just pushing it against the steer, the uh, steel stairs and everything. Just pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. I'm moving the desk I'm on right now because I'm doing the moves as I'm talking. That's that shaking noise you hear. So he's pushing his eye against the uh, ring steps and everything. Then next thing you know it, you see like you see Rey Mysterio just fall down and Seth Rollins all walking all mad like he walked away like oh God I can't win this match. The match needs to hurry up and end. So he walks away, he comes back, and then he see that Rey Mysterio's You can't see my fingers, but I'm holding the quotations up, pops out. So he walks back away and throws up. That's the end of the match. You have Rey Mysterio's son Dominic come out and check on Rey Mysterio, and that's how your match ended. Now, the WWE sent out a <laughs> they sent out a Twitter post saying, "Oh, Rey Mysterio's eye is fine. All the nerds were able to connect back in, so everything's going to be okay. He's going to be able to keep his sight." So, if, you ever, if your eye ever pops out, you can just pop it back in like a USB, like you're sliding your shoes in, and anything like that. Because, clearly, this is how it works. So, this match, this was a good match in general. You know, it's a wrestling match. So, in the beginning, they actually wrestled. Inside the ring, it was great. Rey Mysterio was doing all his luchador stuff, his offense and everything, flying off the top turnbuckle, Rolling around and all that other stuff. Meanwhile, Seth Rollins was doing his style and he was grappling, staying low to the ground like he normally does. But then the match got pretty funky when they went outside the ring and they kept going at it. Now, the way this match ended, I liked. I thought they were going to do some CGI type of stuff and like the eye was going to pop out and then throw Seth Rollins back in the ring, get him in a 619 and take his eye out instead. But that's not what happened. Fake eye or not. This was a great match. And I liked how the WWE decided to end this match. Our next match is for the Raw's Women's Championship. And that was Asuka vs. Sasha Banks. Now, this was a great, great match. Like, overall, this was a great match. But then the ending happened, and that was not a great match. So, Asuka is the strongest woman in the WWE, okay? She's overpowering Sasha Banks and moving her like she's the big show or something. Like, she's just moving her. She powers her over the ropes. She, she got her in a German suplex. She's doing everything she can to win this belt and Sasha Banks is just kicking out of everything to a point she needed help from the outside and Bailey steps in and helps out of course so there you go if Bailey helped out you already know what happened Asuka did not come out on top again, this is none the one of those like momentum matches where like Asuka came out hot and everything, and the momentum just stayed with her. But Bailey came and messed that all up. Overall, I think this match had a chance to be like a match of the year type of thing, but. The ending was funky. So, the way it ended was Bailey, the referee got taken out, okay? How, Asuka had her, like, little green mist thing come out and she accidentally hit the ref. The ref was like, oh, my eyes! And started to roll around the ring and everything. Went out. So, he's down because, you know, if you touch a referee, he passes out for, like, 20 minutes. So, he was down. And... Sasha Banks was like, Hey, Bailey, come help me out. I'm getting dominated. I'm losing. So Bailey got in the ring, did a Bailey to Bailey suplex, moved Banks on to Oscar. Bailey went out, stripped the referee's t-shirt off, put it on and counted the one, two, three. She was like, Oh look, I have the referee's shirt on. That means I'm the referee. I counted three, so Sasha Banks wins. So I don't get it either. Like it's so, it's so weird. Like I don't. I, we're gonna find out tonight on Monday Night Raw what happened in that match. Because again, that was really odd that how it ended. But it had a chance to be a really, really good match. Next is your WWE Championship match. And you have Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler. So Dolph Ziggler came out and he wanted to make the rules and he made it a lopsided one. And he made it, well, first of all, he said, was like, oh, let's do an iPhone for an eye mask. And he was like, no, that's stupid. Why would we do that? That was hilarious. But <laughs> he came out and was like, all right, this is how we're going to do it. I get no disqualifications, but if you get disqualified, I get the belt. If you get counted out, Drew McIntyre, I get the belt. So pretty much Dolph Ziggler was able to do whatever he wanted to do. But Drew McIntyre could not do anything he wanted to do. Now, did this help Dolph Ziggler? No, it did not. Drew McIntyre is a man among boys drew mcintyre came out he took every beating that Dolph ziggler threw at him Dolph ziggler was hitting the rock bottom he did the claymore kick with to him he hit him with a chair there was a kendo stick involved there was all this stuff involved but again drew mcintyre is built and drew mcintyre was like screw this and claymore kicked his head off not literally i know we're talking about the wwe but his head didn't like come off but he god that was a good claymore kick and drew mcintyre beat Dolph ziggler and it was it was a good match too i know like right now they're not really like we can't really say there's a lot going on but it was a good match like it was a good match and nothing more to say it's an average match For two young upcoming wrestlers. But one thing I have against the WWE is they put Dolph Ziggler in these pay per views, in these main events, in these title shots to win a belt, but he never wins. So now, me as a fan, and you as a fan, see this like Dolph Ziggler can't win a belt like it's a thing now he keeps losing these high prime time matches and it's odd because Dolph Ziggler is one good wrestler and he's a good and he's good on the mic too so it's odd seeing all this going on and it's Dolph Ziggler who has to pay for it so I hope Dolph Ziggler does get a chance to win a belt again, and I hope it's soon. And now we're on to the main event, which was Bray Wyatt versus Braun Strowman in a Swamp match. This match was pretty odd. I'm pretty sure it was pre-recorded. This wasn't for the Universal title because it's pretty odd in general. So, let's go ahead and get started. So, Bray Wyatt... Was sitting at the swamp. He was already, he was just waiting there. He's waiting and waiting. Next thing you know it, you see Braun Strowman pull up in his car, get out, and Bray Wyatt goes, Welcome home. So, this is where it gets weird. Like, you have the lights flashing out, the lights go out, and then Bray Wyatt's gone when the lights turn back on. There's no Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman is just standing there. He's angry. He's mad. He's like, come on, man. I just want to wrestle. So he walks away towards the swamp. Next thing you know, all these henchmen just come out of nowhere and just start attacking him. But Braun Strowman is a beast. So he takes them all out with ease. Next thing you know, he gets hit over the head by a shovel. And I'm thinking, okay, cool. Bray Wyatt's here. We're about to get this match started. But it wasn't Bray Wyatt. It was Old Braun Strowman in his Wyatt family gear with his sheep mask on and everything. I thought it was pretty cool. I'm like cool, but then after he got hit in the head with a shovel, Braun Strowman wakes up to see that he's chained to a chair, and he like gets all these like flashbacks videos that he sees and everything. And then like Bray Wyatt cuts like a promo. He's like, Hey, I'm proud of all you, the success you've done, but you borrowed that from me so join me we can be gods among all these other people and that's just like a brief summary in seconds that i just like described that in but this went on for like ever man like come on i want to see something so it finally ended and you see bray wyatt walking by and he points toward the entrance and he does this like gesture Mm -hmm. telling people to come here and i see like this like small figure inside like a veil like a i want to call it like uh, a robe a robe had his face covered and everything i'm thinking it's sister abigail i'm like all right cool let's go ahead and bring this back flashback back in the day with the wyatt family but no instead it was a snake that bit braun strowman and now he's out again so he wakes up in the spot that he originally was at where he got hit with the shovel. A couple more henchmen shows up. But there's this one henchman that stood out. Okay, this guy was probably like 7'7 and everything, and he's in a fire suit. So he was a he was tall he was taller than Braun Strowman. It was amazing. So he's there, Braun Strowman gives him a good little punch in the face. He goes down, he rolls into the campfire and he catches on fire and then you see him run off into the like the forest. Swamp area, it was that guy needs to get a contract if he doesn't already have one, so that was besides the point. So Braun Strowman regains his conscience and everything like that, but he sees Sister Abigail again. And Sister Abigail goes, Come on, Braun, come home, join us. And Braun Strowman's like, I recognize that voice, and I'm at home like, I recognize that voice too. And then she takes off like her hood covering, and then next thing you know. It's Alexa Bliss. Like, oh, that's where you've been this whole time. We found you. Great. So after all that happened, Bray Wyatt finally shows up to, you know, finally have a match. And he goes straight for Braun Strowman's eyes. Now, I'm done with the eye gouging for another, like, five years or so. And so was Braun Strowman, thankfully. So Braun Strowman slams him right onto a boat. And he sends the boat away. Psh- So, the boat's now leaving, and you think that's the end of the match. But, the boat turns around, and to nobody's surprise, Bray Wyatt isn't in the boat. He was standing behind Braun Strowman this whole time, and starts hitting him with a metal pipe. But, Braun Strowman survives the attacking, and he turns around, and he kicks Bray Wyatt into the swamp, and you think it's all over, and... Braun Strowman even says, it's all over. And then like the little WWE logo pops up, and you're like, cool, this is done. Let's move on. End of pay-per-view. But that was not the end of it. It kept going. Braun Strowman is just standing there. Bray Wyatt stands up, pulls him in the water. The water turns red. Then you see Bray Wyatt stands up with his mask on, looks at the camera, and goes, let me in. And that is how Extreme Rules ended i know it was an odd pay-per-view and everything about it the matches really didn't have any like high points to it but it's a good watch if you want to go see it and if i missed anything let me know what i missed and hit me up on facebook and let me know what i did miss follow the page sports and coffee with oppo it's on facebook be there i'm on spotify i'm on Google Podcasts, I'm on iTunes, just look me up and you will find me. Before I go, I want you to remember these last five things. Remember, stay strong, stay safe, stay blessed. And the last two things, drink your coffee. And if you don't drink coffee, drink your water. Thank you again for listening to Sports and Coffee with OPPO Podcast. My name is David Apodaca and... I am out of here.